wounded cross I will forever cling. Hallelujah. Give us key, my brother, as we say, Sefapanon Keboha. Hallelujah. Are we happy in the house of the Lord? Sefapanon Keboha. When I
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Can we give the Lord a hand of praise? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's nice to be in the house of the Lord in the evening time. Hallelujah. Give us key to my brother. As we say, when I remember what the Lord has done, I cannot and I will never go back anymore. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Let's just worship the Lord. When I remember, when I I say, no, 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 no. 
worship the Lord with our hands raised. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I will never, I will never. For the last time now, I say, no, 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 I will never, I will never. Oh, I say, no, 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 Loving Heavenly Father, indeed we mean this song from the bottom of our hearts, O oh God. All of us, when we remember what we have done in our lives, we see no reason why we are not supposed to worship you, O oh God. When we see the great things that we have done in our lives, Heavenly Father, all the places that you have brought us through, O oh God, the valleys that you have brought us through, Heavenly Father, the mighty clay that you have pull, pulled us out of all, O Lord, we realize that is nothing but a great Heavenly Father. Brother Brenham says the only difference which we have with the drunkard that is walking down the street, O God, is nothing but grace, Heavenly Father. That is why we raise our hands and worship you, O God, today and say when we remember what you have done for us, we are not going to go back, Heavenly Father. There was a time that Joshua, at some point, called the children of Israel and said, from this day, you must make up your mind if you are going to worship God or you are going to worship other gods. Today, Heavenly Father, through the way that we have heard, we have heard today, O oh God, we realize that for us to be strong, for us to live this Christian life, we need thee, O oh God. It is the truth that Dagon must fall, O oh God. That message was not just brought, but it was brought under inspiration, Heavenly Father. All of us which we are here, young or old, uh, women or men, we know very well that we, all of us have our Dagons that we need to make them fall, O oh God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for speaking to us in this wonderful way. And we know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Here is the service that has begun, O oh God. Our hearts are also in great anticipation to hear you talk to us again. We pray, Heavenly Father, for the proceedings of the service. Also, we say, anoint the lips of the vessel that you are going to make to stand before us today, O oh God. Circumcise our ears, O oh God, so that we can listen to your word. May our hearts not be stubborn to receive your word, O oh God, as we know that your word is a seed and which is going to be planted in our hearts today. We commit the service, we commit the pastor, we commit all the congregation to you in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. It is your responsibility tonight to make wherever you are to be a joyful place. Hallelujah. I'm going to make this place a joyful one. Kiji, my brother. Let's dance for the Lord. How many are happy tonight? 
I'm also enjoying myself. Hallelujah. Loko me bona iriso. Iena iena iufa. Iena iena iufa. Iena iena iufa. I loko me bona iteta. Iena iena iufa. I loko me bona iriso. Hallelujah. Things may fall apart, Brother Philip, but his promises will forever stand. His word is sure and true. Hallelujah. I know Kubaziwa. Tell me so. 
Jesus, like a fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 like a fragrance after the rain. Master, Savior, Jesus. Jesus, I shall see 
And I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace. And he'll take me by his hand and lead me to the promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be. There is coming a day when no heartache shall come, no more clouds in the sky. No more tears to dim the eye. All is peace forevermore on the happy golden shore. What a day, glorious day that will be. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see when I look upon his face the one who saved me by his grace and he'll take me by the hand and lead me to the promised land what a day glorious day that will be Your grace and mercy brought me through. I'm leaving this moment because of you. I want to thank, thank you, Jesus, and praise you too. Hallelujah. Your grace and mercy brought me Thank you for saving a sinner like me to tell the world. 
that salvation, salvation is free. Hallelujah. But there, there were times when I, I just didn't do right. But you, my God, you watch over me. Hallelujah. Both day and night. That's why I sing this evening. Oh, your grace and mercy. Brought me through. I'm living this moment because of you. I want, I want to thank you, Jesus. I want to thank you, Lord. And I'll praise you too. Your grace and mercy brought me through. Now, justice demanded That I, I should die. But grace and mercy came in and said, No, no. No, no. We've already paid the price. Hallelujah. I once was blind. But thank God today I I can see because praise and mercy came along. Hallelujah and rescued me. Hallelujah. That's why I sing today. Your grace and mercy, your grace and mercy, it brought me through a lot of things. It brought me through difficult times. It brought me through a whole lot of things. And I'm living this moment. It's because of you are God. You are God has looked at me hallelujah because there there were times when I just didn't do right hallelujah but your grace and mercy 
Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's give Jesus a hand of praise. Hallelujah. And a smile offering, of course. Hallelujah. What an inspired song. An inspired service and inspired musical items. We've seen your power, O oh Lord. Because at your word and at your name, Dagon is falling down. Hallelujah. On that note, let's just stand on our feet. Let's just worship the Lord as I'll be welcoming the, the elders of the church, Brother Mpanyane. Let's just say we glorify your name. Hallelujah. We glorify your name.
all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you still stronger? Let's give the Lord a round of applause. God bless you, Siminya. Amen. We welcome the Pastor Tebele's assembly. We welcome them. Just give them a round of applause. So, without waste of time, we'll invite Pastor Salem. Hallelujah. We can give him a round of applause. Amen. He's he's an old friend of ours. Amen. Amen. He hates winter. I've decided only to invite him to Whitbank when it's summer. You know, Congo, Congo doesn't have winter. Amen. So he said the weather is good. Amen. And it says because Pastor uh, uh, Babes has made Dagon to fall. Then it will be easy for him to preach because Dagon has fallen. Amen. Just give us a worshiping song. How many love Pastor Salem? Amen. You know, I was with the board when we were planning. They say, you must get Brother Salem and Brother Babes here. They even made me to contact them during the board meeting. Amen. Um, but we thank, we thank God that they managed to come through. Amen. Just a worshipping song as the man of God comes to the fore. Amen. You are the rose of Sharon, the fairest of them all. You are everything my heart desires. You are fair alone. Much fair, much fair than the Let's say only believe, only believe. Amen.
Shalom Saints. I greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ. So I'm uh, happy to be here. And uh, I thank my friend uh, Pastor Madiba for inviting me to this conference. And uh, I can feel the spirit is uh, very nice here. And the people are prepared to receive the words. And uh, don't pay attention to my English. Eh? Uh, I'm not an Englishman. In Congo, we don't speak English. So, uh, just try to speak it. I speak French. is French. Uh, if I could preach in French here, it will be something different. <laughs> but uh, there is, there is uh, uh, much anointing preaching in English than in French. Maybe because the message was preached in English. Yeah. And uh, you know the prophet says in these last times uh, God has spoken in English. Hey, I want to say uh, do, uh, uh, do you agree with him? He says even the, the, the birds are singing in English. Also. That's what the prophet says. So, you know, anything that the prophet says is the word of God. Only believe. He says, even the dog, they're back in English. Only believe. That's the way I believe the message. I'm completely crazy in this message. So you just bear with me with my English and so forth. So just listen to what I, I want to say. Uh, we have been blessed by Pastor Babes. A very powerful message. I, I'm not that powerful. I'm not that powerful. That, that man is very powerful. I, I wish I could preach like him. Going down there and sit down there. I'm a very shy person. I can do that. <laughs> Sitting there, I can do it. So, uh, as Pastor Madiba said, I, I told them, since Dagon has fallen, now the ground is clear. There is no Dagon here. So now I could preach. Because there is no Dagon. I have something to share with you. Uh, I think it will benefit you. Uh, 
because it's a Good Friday today. I want to bring a message accordingly. Because they say uh, Jesus died on Good Friday. And rose again on Easter. But why he had to die? Why? Why God could come down and die for human beings? I was wondering if we Christians understand the reason why Jesus died. And, uh, and what happened exactly when he died? And why rose again after dying? So I wanted to share this piece of thoughts with you. You good people of God. Uh, maybe just for an hour. So uh, I want you to take your Bibles. We read in the book of Hebrews. <coughs> Hebrews chapter 11. Eleven. Eleven verse one up to three. The Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Okay, may the Lord add blessings on, upon the reading of His word. You may be seated. I take a subject. Gitata is I call it the unseen God made visible. The unseen God made visible. Because I think you know that the Bible says no man has ever seen God. And that God is a spirit. No man has ever seen God. And the prophet says, even when you see a pillar of fire, he says the pillar of fire is not God. He says the pillar of fire is a form that God takes to make himself known. 
Even when Job saw the whirlwind, that was not God. God was in the wind. God lives in the light. But God is not the light. He lives in the light. So, Everything that was created was created by an invisible God. Because the things that appear were created by unseen force. That unseen force that the prophet says South African call is Amoya. Yes, the prophet says, you South African called Amoya. I don't know what it means. Um, prophet, yes, it's, it's unseen force and unseen gods. Yeah. You see? So, the, the real things are unseen. Isn't and uh, there are more value on those unseen things than the things that you can see. The prophet said the things like joy, love, and things like that. You cannot see joy, you cannot see love, but it's a real thing. And God himself is love. But who can see love? You cannot see love. But, but you can feel it. It's something real that can transform a man. Love of God can make unto you sense. And the Bible said God so loved the world that he, 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 he what? He gave his own son. So it, it, it was because of love that you are saved. Love saved you when you were unsavable. So it means it's something real. Even the earth was created by God but an invisible God. And I, I want to talk about that invisible God who one day left his throne on heaven and came down on earth. That invisible God came down on earth and took a form of a man. And that man was the visible part of the invisible. To communicate with people. To transfer his eternal life. To save and pay the price of your sin. He, he became visible. 
So it became visible only for you. God does not need a form. But it took a form of a man to save you. And then he became visible. Then you could touch him. You could see him. You could listen to him. Because if it's still a spirit, you cannot listen to him. He must take some form. Then from that form, he can talk to you. And it can make sense to you when he's, he's in the form. When God is not in the form, it cannot make sense to human beings. Because our world is a world of forms. Are you with me, people? So, what Easter means? Easter. What does it mean exactly for us? The prophet said Easter is the foundation of our religion. It's it's the greatest feast among Christianity. It's, It's the foundation of our belief. Easter means there is still hope. There is still hope. Even if it dies, but there is still hope that it will rise again. Even if you don't have life today, Easter means you can rise again. Even if you lost something that value for you, Easter means God can give you back what you lost. Easter, Easter is it's hope for, for us. Easter is a resurrection. Easter a resurrection. And when God took that form, he was called Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ, or the Lord Jesus Christ, Elohim. Elohim. Elohim means Elohim the, the self-existing one. He exists by himself. He does not need you or me to exist. He exists by himself. And even Jehovah, the prophet said, Jehovah is not the name. No matter what you believe, your God must have a name. You, you must be able to tell the name of the God you are worshipping. Even if we say that God lives in us, but God has a name. Elohim is not a name. Elohim means only the self-existing one. And, and Jehovah is not a name. When the Jehovah witnesses say the name of God is Jehovah, Jehovah, the prophet said that's wrong. In the message, the first seal, the prophet said Jehovah means the I am. It was a translation of the I am. 
When God talked to Moses in the burning bush, and Moses asked God the question, say, who are you? Who am I going to say to tell to the people that you meet me? And the voice came from that light. He said, go tell the people that I am the I am. And then the Hebrew people translated it by WHWH and something that Yahweh or Jehovah. Yes, that's not a name. It means only that God exists. It, it means God is not worshipped in the past. God is not known in the past. God is not preached from the past. Neither you can preach God from the future. He's not known in the future. But God is the I am. He means he is a present tense God. When you address God, he must be present. Because he is a living God. Then he calls himself Jehovah. You see? But people, people could not understand what the name of, of God was until Jesus came. When God took himself a form of a man, then he told the disciples, he says, I have made know the name of the Father. And, and, and Jesus said, I came with the name of the Father. Because Jesus Christ was actually the name of the Father. Jesus Christ was not the name of the form that he took, but he was the name of God himself. You see, when you say Jesus Christ is not the name of the one who born somewhere there in Israel, but when you worship Jesus Christ, you are worshiping the self-existing one. The creator of heaven and earth. The almighty God. The unseen God. The great Ayem. So the name of Jesus Christ. He said, I came with the name of my father. So the son took the name of the father. And he promised the Holy Ghost in the name of the son. So the Holy Ghost is called Jesus Christ. And the son is called Jesus Christ. And the father is Jesus Christ. So... The God that you are worshipping is called Jesus Christ. And the prophet says, God is not known by theology. And God is not known by explanations. But how can you know God? He said, God is known by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Then you know God. And that's your new birth. 
So if you don't know the name of the God you are worshipping, you are not even born again. The key for your new birth is the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's why when Jesus Christ himself was on earth, he said, go and uh, uh, make the disciples all over the world and, and, and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. One name for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Not three names, but only one name applied to the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost. There is only one name. And you cannot change this name. The name must remain there. And even in the book of Revelation, when the angel came to John, he said, you keep the name. And the name of the Lord is a mighty tower. And the just find his refuge in the name of God. Are you with me, people? That's the first thing. You cannot worship, sing, preach a God that you don't know. God has placed his name in Jesus Christ. Even when we say God lives in us, that means Jesus Christ living in us. Because that's the name of that God that lives in you. When you say God made flesh, that means also Jesus Christ made flesh. Because the bride always takes the name of the groom. So if you are the bride, you must have the name of the bridegroom. And the name of the bridegroom is Jesus Christ. So the bride of Jesus Christ is here. You are Jesus Christ in flesh. Amen. When God decided to take a form, it was because Adam fell. When Adam fell, then Adam died. The death is not the, the, the only the physical death. You can also die spiritually. But living physically. But you are died spiritually. So when Adam died, it was not physically, but it was spiritually. And, and the prophet say the death means separation. There was a deity in that man Adam. And when he sinned. That deity left Adam. Separated himself from him. That's what the Bible calls 
death. If the spirits, the life of God is not in you, you are dead. You are dead. What makes you alive is the presence of God in you. The quickening power of God. Adam was separated from God and then the Bible said he died. So to correct that mistake of Adam, the invisible God took the place of that visible man. Jesus Christ came to correct the mistake to reshape the things that was destroyed to make a bridge between the invisible God and the visible world Jesus Christ put a bridge between the invisible God and the visible world so through Jesus Christ God can get to human beings and human beings can get to God amen That was the ladder of Jacob. The angel going up and down, up and down. So it was a door. That's what Jesus said, I am the door. Jesus Christ opened the door so that the spirit part of God can get in the world and save back the man. And today you are saved because that door was open. Adam closed that door. Jesus opened that door. The prophet said it was the eastern gates. Eastern gate, it was a, there was a gate there in the Garden of Eden called the Eastern Gate. And in the, uh, 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 in the how do you call it? Uh, 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 in the evening, each evening gods in the Garden of Eden used to come by this Eastern Gate to visit Adam and Eve. And it was from that Eastern Gates that Adam and Eve worshipped. When they wanted to meet God, they went to that eastern gate. And from that eastern gate, God came and met with them. But when they sinned, God placed the cherubims at that gate to guard the gates to refrain men from coming from that gate and receive eternal life from the invisible God. But one day, Jesus Christ came and opened that gate. You say, he, he was, he took that form. He took that form because Adam fell. And Adam lost the deity. So that Jesus Christ 
was God in the flesh. The deity in the flesh to correct the mistake of Adam. He was the fullness of the I am. The, the fullness of Jehovah. But that deity, that life of God, was in him. So he had to die. To die what for? To, 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 to share that life with the humanity, with the human beings, so that that life that was in him, he could share it with the people. Then when he died, the blood cell that contains the life of God, because the life of God is so great, and it can diminish to become just a blood cell. God can be big like this and small like that. You see? That's God. The prophet said God become just a blood cell in the womb of Mary. When the angel met Mary and salute Mary and when Mary received the word from the angel God created himself a blood cell in the womb of Mary. And that blood cell was God's. And that blood cell keeps on multiplying until it forms a form of a man, a baby. That was called Jesus. Jesus was God himself. The pillar of fire made flesh to redeem a dying world. That's Good Friday. Good Friday, that's Good Friday. Good Friday, When he was walking here on earth, it was God. He was God walking. God in simplicity. God in humility. Because the first character of God is humility. As the pastor Babe says, if God is in you, if when you receive a revelation, a true revelation from God, that revelation comes with the character of God. God is simple, God is humble. And you cannot receive a revelation from God and become boastful with that revelation. Thinking that you alone are right and all the peoples are wrong. That's might be a revelation. But it's not from God. Because when God gets into a man, God brings his nature. And the first character of God is humility. Amen. He humbles himself. 
God to become a man is the highest level of humility. That's the highest. The unseen God, the self-existing one, becoming a man. That's the expression of humility. Hallelujah. The prophet says, Prophet Oti, in the message Shalom, the prophet says, Prophet Oti, point seven, he said, Jesus, no man has seen God at any time. When Jesus was walking, God was in him. Do you remember him saying, the father is greater than me? How many remember reading that in the Bible? Jesus referring himself to the Father. He said the Father is greater than me. He said the, the Father lives in me. And then he said the Father and I are one. The father was in him, but the father with him was one. No man has never seen God at any time. But he said, but the only begotten of the father has declares him. The visible only declares the invisible. Because the invisible can only be seen when it takes a form. And when it takes a form, that visible identifies the invisible. And when you receive the visible, you actually receive the invisible. And the name of the visible becomes the name of the invisible. Then you can worship God. Jesus Jesus said to the Samaritan, he said, woman, time has come. True worshippers are coming. The true worshippers are the worshipper with the revelation. They are true worshippers. Because when they worship, they worship God in spirit. God can never be flesh. The Bible says God is a spirit. Are you with me, people? He say, the prophet say, in other words, God was identified. The person of God was identified in the body, the Lord Jesus Christ. So he was the expressed image of God. God expressed. That was Jesus Christ. Because he had to die, a spirit cannot die. A spirit cannot die. Elohim cannot die. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Eli ela ela cannot die. The self-existing one cannot die. But, but Adam died. So God had to take a form to die like Adam. Then God took a form of a human being. Then that human part of God could die at the cross. But before that human part died, he cries out, he say, Eli, Eli, lama sabatani. The prophet says, at the cross, God separated. Hallelujah. He's separated. The deity part of God and the human part of God. And that spiritual part of God that was his theophany was Melchizedek. He's separated that part. Because Melchizedek has no Beginning of day, no ending of life. Melchizedek could not die in that body. So he separated himself from that body. And the soldiers, Roman soldiers, took the body. And they hung it in the cross. And the body cries, he said, Heli, Heli. Why thou hast forsaken me? The body parts crying to the spiritual parts. Why are you going? That, that's what happened in Garden of Eden. When Adam lost that deity, it was the same Melchizedek, the theophany that left Adam and Jesus Christ to correct that mistake. He came here on earth and he separated himself also with the deity. Hallelujah! Amen. And the prophet says, when he cries at the cross, he separated in three parts. The soul went down there to preach to the souls that could not believe Noah, Moses, and all the prophets. The spirits went up to God, the creator, and the body went to the tomb. But one morning, one morning glorious day early Ella Melchizedek descended back from heaven and get into the tomb in that body and Paul says if that spirit of that one who resurrected Jesus from the death if he dwells in you he will quicken your body Amen. It's a quickening power. Melchizedek, Melchizedek is a quickening power of God. It came down like a, a, a lightning. 
He came down like a lightning. Down on earth. And the soldier, the Roman soldier fell. It was a power. The resurrection power. Coming back to the body. For the resurrection. If he if he's alive, you also will be alive. Again. So he had to resurrect to open the door for you to receive back the Spirit of God again. To be baptized in the Holy Ghost. And when he came down, he was like an angel. A mighty angel. Like that one in Revelation 10. At the Easter morning, morning, that mighty angel came down. And he rolled the stone. Amen, amen, amen. He's still here today. He's still here tonight. That same angel is here to roll away the stone of your heart. To roll away your unbelief. So that you can receive the Holy Ghost. You must receive the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is God himself in you. Adoption comes after you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Don't neglect the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Because the Bible says, if you don't have the Spirit of Christ, you are not of Him. You rolled the stone. That spirit, the life of God, the deity. And He get into the body. And the spirits, the soul, and the body reunited again. And there was a blast. When those three parts reunited, there was a blast. And the stone rolled away. He's risen from the dead. Amen. That's your religion. That's Christianity. Christianity means even if you are a sinner today, there's still hope. There's still hope for you. No matter what you did this morning, there's still hope for you. If you repent now, you receive the life of God. Right now. That's Christianity. The bride of Christ is without sin. Because when you repent, God takes away that sin and breaks it and it disappeared completely. He put it in the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood is the life. 
Because the blood is not a chemicals. But the blood means the life. And the life is the message. And the message is the word. When you have the message, you have the blood of Jesus Christ. And then you can be forgiven. Forgiving of sins depends on the word you believe. That's one thing people don't understand. If you don't believe the message of the hour, you are not covered with blood. Because the blood is the message you are saying amen to. When I say something here from the message, you say amen. That's the blood. And when you reject the message, you are not covered. And the prophet says, God is not responsible for anyone who is not under the blood. God is not responsible if you are not under the blood. God is not responsible. The death angel will strike you. But when you say amen, 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 amen. then you are covered. And when it happens to you to make a mistake because a believer don't sin, the prophet says a believer makes mistakes but he cannot sin because sin means unbelief. Amen. I'm not a sinner. You are not a sinner. You are a believer. Hallelujah. You cannot be a believer and a sinner at the same time. A, a believer cannot sin. Now you can make mistakes. And when you make mistakes, there is a blood. The blood of Jesus Christ. This message, the word of God, the lamb of God that takes away the sin and keeps you clean. As white as snow. Your neighbor can see your mistakes. But God is not seeing. Because the prophet says, we human beings, we forgive, but we don't forget. There is a difference with God. God, when he forgives, he forgets. Amen. And the prophet says, it's like you have never done it. It's nowhere in the books of God. Your mistakes are nowhere. They are in the Sea of forgetfulness. 
And God has written there, no fishing. Amen. Amen. your sins are there. In the sea of forgetfulness, God said, no fishing. Because you know how church members are. A mistake you committed four, five years ago. They go to the sea of forgetfulness. Amen. Amen. He did that. He did that. He did this. But God says, no fishing. It, it, it does not exist. Amen. Amen. What a great privilege. Being a son and daughters of God is a privilege. Sometimes you don't understand it. We are a blessed people. We are mighty people. We are privileged people. We are glorious people. There is no sin, no way. Hey, you don't believe it, eh? <laughs> you know, you don't believe it, eh? Do you believe it, Pastor? There is no sin on you, Pastor. You are a son of God. Hey. Believing the words gives you that privilege of living without sin. The prophet said, people say, no, it's not possible. He said, yes, it is. You, you can be without any sin here on earth. Anytime you do something wrong, God has put in your heart what the Bible says, a throne of mercy, of judgment. You, you, you will feel yourself condemned. You don't wait for your neighbors to point you that it's wrong. And yourself, you confess it. And the blood cleanses. And it's over. And people will come, all oh, this one. Oh, in 2001. 2001. He did this and that and this and that. In 2001. The very day I did that, I make it right with God. The very day. And it's nowhere. You remember that story that, that story the prophet said? He said there, there was someone in prison. And our brother Babes knows what prison means. He, he was sentenced to death. He was supposed to be 
killed. Then the United States of America. United States And uh, a brother or a friend of him went to the president Abraham Lincoln. And uh, plead his cause there. He say, "Oh no, forgive my my brother, my friend. You are the only one who can do that." And the president was in a hurry. He put he take he took just a, a, a sheet of paper and wrote there, "Pardon." No stamps, no nothing, just a sheet of paper, pardon. And, and he signed his name there, Abraham Lincoln. And he said, go and tell him he's free. And his friend was so happy. Going with that sheet of paper. Forgiven. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham and he went Lincoln. to the prison. And he said to the brother, he said, my friend, you are pardoned. Look at this. The president himself. He signed your liberty. Now you can go out. That man took that paper. He said, do you mean this? It means my liberty. No stamp. No, nothing. Just this. He tore it. He said, leave me alone. And the next morning, that man was killed. And the president heard that they killed the man that he pardoned. And they brought the case to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court says, President Abraham Lincoln signed the liberty of that man. But that man refused that liberty. And grace is grace only when you receive it. Is there anyone here who received grace of God? Only if you receive it. If you say, no, that's too simple. Going to heaven like this is too simple. It's too easy. Yes, it is. It is simple. It's simple. You don't have to go there and fast 40 days. Oh, Jehovah. Oh, Jehovah. I'm guilty of abortion. Oh, Jehovah. 40 days of fasting. You don't need that. What you, you really need is just tell him. I'm sorry. I should not have done that. Pardon me. Forgive me, Lord. And it's finished. You must believe in your own forgiveness. Amen. I, I, I always like the easy way of doing things. <laughs> yes, I always like the, the easy way of doing things. Instead of going there and doing this and that, you just read the, the Bible. The Bible says you are forgiven and you believe it. You take God to your the words. Only believe. If God says something, He means it. We 
Jesus Christ is the person of God. He's not a, a third person, not a second person, not a, a, a second or third person, but he's the person himself. That's why when the baptism of the Holy Ghost came, the, the day of Pentecost, Peter received the Holy Ghost, and then he went out. And he told the, he told the people that Jesus Christ, that you crucified, God has made out of him a Lord and Christ. And he said, oh, what shall we do now? He said, you just repent. That's all. Just repent. Don't go to the jungle, to the mountains, like the Pentecostals. It's f- because they lack the revelation. <laughs> to be forgiven, you don't need to go to the mountain. <laughs> you can be forgiven right there. <laughs> Sitting there and saying amen, <laughs> you are forgiven. <laughs> you don't have to go to the mountain. <laughs> or to go to the jungle. <laughs> To be forgiven. He said, no, you just repent. And be baptized. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ himself said the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But after he died and rose again, he shared his life with his people. The tongues of fire came down upon them. Uh, means he divided himself in many and he goes into his people he was God in one man and then God in the people then Peter said the revelation of the baptism is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ meaning that that name is the name of the father then that name is the name of the son and that name is the name of the Holy Ghost even this dispensation of the son of man the son of man is Jesus Christ the word made flesh is Jesus Christ himself this is the dispensation of the Holy Ghost the second coming is the second coming of Jesus Christ the third coming the third coming of Jesus Christ you cannot just be here in the message and you forget about Jesus Christ. You forget even about the prophet. And, 
said, God is in me. Oh, yes. God is in you. But that God, his name is Jesus Christ. He lives in you. That's the true revelation. Amen. You say the story, it's a, it's a very long story, that story of Jesus Christ and God. The story of the unseen God made visible. It's a very long story. The prophet says, in question, uh, question and answer on Hebrews, he said, you know, well, now, when the logos, because you know that light, yes, that pillar of fire, that, yeah, that was photographed with the prophet. It's called the logos. And, and the logos is the word. And the word is the theophany of God. And the theophany of God is the angel of the Lord. And the angel of the Lord is the Lord himself. And that light met Paul. Yes, on the road of Damascus. When he was persecuting the Christians. And uh, in the in the noon time, that light came down and, and, and he fell. And that light was shining upon him. And Paul said, Who are you? Lord. The pillar of fire is the Lord himself. And that pillar of fire says, I am Jesus. So the pillar of fire is called Jesus. That pillar of fire is Jesus. When I say the pillar of fire is here, it's Jesus is here. And to reveal the Son of Man, that pillar of fire got into the prophet to reveal the Son of Man. It was Jesus in the prophet. And this message was preached by Jesus Christ. Being in the prophet. The prophet was an image. A form of the invisible God. God was in the prophet. And preached that message. And when you believe the message, you receive the light coming from the pillar of fire. Because the pillar of fire is the author of this message and it gives you eternal life. It's something supernatural. The supernatural is not designing the witches in the, in the church. Leave the witches alone. They are fighting for the salvation. We love the witches. <laughs> Leave them in the church. But the supernatural is the pillar of fire. The person of God in the prophet preaching the message. And the prophet say, everywhere where this message is preached, that angel is there. And today, that angel is here. 
just near you, right next to you. Right to the now. He's there. He's not allowed. That angel is there. If you are sick, receive your healing. That angel is the healer. Touch him, touch him, touch him. He's there. He's here. I believe it. Because I know it's true. He's here. He's the one preaching to you. And when you receive the message, it goes into you. That's what Easter means. Resurrection. Well, there was death. He puts life. Where there was sickness, he puts healing. Where there was a curse, he puts a blessing. Where there was a darkness, he puts a light. Where there was sickness and the sorrow, he puts joy. That's what he's doing. That's the gospel to demonstrate that is here. The logos went out. That pillar of fire. I like it. I like that story. It makes the message so real for me. Because when, when I preach about him, I feel him. The prophet said, you know those disciples, when they were talking about Jesus, Jesus appeared. And the prophet said, keep talking with Keep talking about him. And then he will appear to you. He said, we don't see angels nowadays because we don't talk about him. We are so busy with internet, Facebook, and, and schools, and, and busy and jobs. And keep talking. Then he will appear. When you talk about him, he appears. You can feel that he is there. And you can be delivered. You can be, you can be free. Amen. That pillar of fire went out of God. He said it was, which was God coming from this one big fountain. That big unseen God was in the fountain. And he was himself. Oh, yeah. In the eternity. It was no light, no darkness, no nothing, no atom, no molecule, no nothing. It was there. <laughs> there was no space, no time, no nothing. It was there himself. Do you know that eternity means there is no space and no time? You, you cannot have eternity and have space. Because space means time. To go from a point A to a point B means time. Are you with me, people? Yes, you cannot have eternity and have a point A and a point B. Eternity means there is no point A, no point B. There is one point. 
And that point is him. And Jesus said, at that time, you shall know that I am with my Father and you are with me and we are one. That's eternity. Eternity means you, Jesus, and the Father, all of you in the same place. I need the amen. 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 I need the amen. In the eternity, there is no space. There is no time. There is no material things. Because material things means there is a time. But in eternity, there is nothing. He was himself a big fountain of life. He was a thought. Eternal thought of God. And there were seven colors in that mighty glorious fountain of life with seven colors means seven spirits of God that makes the rainbow that seven seals seven thunders seven messengers seven ages seven virtues the pyramid of God that was the big fountain and there was lightning thunders inside. It was full of life. But he was alone. All his attribute was in him. You were in him. My brother was in him. I can feel it. Amen. My sister was in him. I was in him. In the big mighty fountain. Without even the Satan was created. I was there. Satan means nothing. You are greater than the devil. Believe it, people. There is no place for him here. When we are preaching those things, he cannot even enter here. This place is under our control. From here up to eternity. No devil can cross here. Believe it, people. You are greater than you think. The prophet says, when the last of the brides falls in in his knees to pray, he said the hell is shaking. When the last of us, the feeble one, the the, the weakest, when the weakest is praying, the hell is trembling, shaking. The weakest. But what about your pastor? Amen. <laughs> He's not the weakest. So it, that means he cannot even pray. No need of praying. Just speak. 
He can just speak. You know, before before I leave home, a brother sent me a message. He said, my sister is dying with cancer. Cancer of the lungs. And they put those things, I don't know how you call it, to, to drain the the water from the, the, the lungs. And, and she was going. And even the doctor say she's just dying. No need of giving her any 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 anything. And, and he, he sent me a message said, Pastor, we need just a prayer. I just read the message. I saw Jesus Christ. He is that girl. In the name of Jesus. That was all. How simple like that. And then I sent the message back. I say, I just pray for her. And two days later, to my amazement, I could not even believe it. <laughs> I saw a message coming in my phone. I opened the message and said, she's completely here. They took all of those drinks. She's not back home. And she's well. And even the doctor said they could not even see that, that cancer again. Hey, believe it. Believe it. It takes the weakest to pray to shake the devil. But you don't need to pray because you are not the weakest. Let the weakest pray for that. You just speak. Like Joshua. You remember Joshua? When he was in the battle. And the sun was going down. Joshua. Not knowing the seals. Not having the revelation. Of Jesus Christ. No, no atonement. No prophets. No Malachi 4. No seven seals. Man, Joshua. Only because he met the angels. And the angel told him. No one will stand against you. But today, the same angel said, no one could stand against you. Believe it. And when the sun was going down, Joshua said, hey, stop there. No time for prayer now. Stop there. And you moon. Stop there. Stop there. And that's all. Hey, Amen. It, it stops. I think you are greater than Joshua. You are greater than Joshua. You can stop cancer. You can stop AIDS. You can stop the curse. You can stop anything. And you can open the door that was closed. Open it. Speak the word and open the door. You got the power to do that. Amen. The message means power in action. Demonstration of the power of God. That's the message. It's not a conference. 
It's not a conference, just speaking to people, nice, nice words, English. And we, don't, we don't need those things. Go tell my disciples. I'm risen from the dead. Amen. As I live, so shall you live also. So you know that, that big fountain. Okay, I'm stopping. I'm finishing now. That big fountain. Full of life. Full of power. You are inside there. Rejoicing with the Father. Inside of him. You are an attribute, a part of God. You were there. Don't look at your flesh. You are not the flesh. You are, not the flesh. you are the soul. You know that, eh? In the future home, the prophet says, your soul is part of God. I like that quote so much. Is there anyone with a soul here? <laughs> Do you have a soul somewhere? <laughs> so your soul is a part of God. And you know, the, the little part of God is God himself. Yes, the smallest part. It's God himself. So it means your soul is God. But if your soul is God, know that your soul is what you are. So you, it means you are God. You, you, being a part of God means you are God. When the fullness of God came down in the form of a man, Jesus Christ, you are inside of Jesus Christ. You were identified with Jesus Christ. When he was walking on earth, you were there. You were crucified. Because being the bread of Jesus Christ, you had to be in Jesus Christ. When he was crucified, you were there. That's why the Bible said now the chastisement, the chastisement that, that, that was upon you fell upon him. And, and by, by his stripes, you are healed. How can you be healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ if you are not a part of Jesus Christ? <laughs> You are healed by the steps of Jesus Christ. It means you, you were there oh, in his flesh. When he was wounded, it was you. So now when you are sick, you just call upon that commission and say, I was there. I was wounded there. So the sickness cannot be here in my flesh because I was in that flesh. I'm free from any sickness. People wonder how those people are done. They are not even feeling sick. Yes, we are not feeling sick. We are, we are a part of God. You can be years and years and years without feeling sick. Any sickness. Is there someone here like this? Years and years and years and years. No sickness, no nothing. You are just well. <laughs> hey, it's possible. 
It's possible. You just believe it. When I call a pain. And stops that sickness now. Stop it. Speak and stop it. Your soul is a part of God. So you speak from your soul to the body and you control the body from your soul. The sickness cannot touch the soul. The soul cannot be sick. And you are a soul. And you are not sick at all. There is a sickness in your flesh. But you can speak from your soul. And take away the sickness from your soul. Because you have a control of your flesh. Your soul is a part of God. An attribute of God. Display here on earth in the body. Your soul is a part of God displayed here on earth in the body. Though the body is not you, you are the soul. Living in the body and the soul cannot sin. Because the soul is God. The soul believes the word. Your soul makes you a believer. Don't believe what your flesh is saying. Believing what your soul is saying. I am a believer. I am free from any sickness. He said, the, he said, the body is to be redeemed. Is to be redeemed. But now, the soul is redeemed. The body is to be redeemed. When we talk about redemption, we are not talking about this, the flesh. The, the redemption now is the soul. But there, it will be the body. The redemption of the body comes after. But now here is the redemption of the soul. The soul must receive the word of God and be regenerated. He said, now the soul is redeemed because it was in sin. When Adam fell, the soul gets insane. Because Adam disbelieved God. God says, do not touch. And Adam and Eve disbelieved. That's why the prophet says sin is unbelief. But when you believe, you cannot be a sinner. That's the day when your soul is redeemed. When you believe, the soul is redeemed. And then the door is open. The eastern gate in your soul. The door in the door. The inside in the inside. Then God gets in. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Then you are saved. To sin no more. Then God is controlling your life. God is controlling your life from the throne of your soul. He sees in the unseen. He sees in the sin. And he can control everything. Even when I'm preaching, God is controlling what I'm preaching from the soul. You receive a message coming from your theophany because your theophany is related to your soul. And when a preacher is preaching, he preaches first to your theophany and then the theophany is a filter. If it's not the word of God, the theophany put it aside. If it's the word of God, the theophany put it in your soul. You cannot be deceived. You see? Now the soul is redeemed because it was in sin. So God came down. Hallelujah. By a process of justification, sanctification, baptism of the Holy Ghost, and redeem your soul. You see, justification, believing the word, sanctification, putting away the things of the world, baptism of the Holy Ghost, fire falling to burn the serpent in your soul. Then your, then your soul is now clear. Dagon is fallen. Dagon is fallen. So now God can get into your soul. When he gets into your soul, Dagon falls. And it's finished. Now you are going to glory, from glory to glory, from glory to glory. Glory to glory, and then that light it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger in the spiritual realm you are shining from the soul you are shining and God knows where you are nothing can happen to you because now you are under control God bless you God bless you too. I love you people. Amen. You are so wonderful. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Can we just say merci beaucoup? <laughs> for what God has done through Pastor Salem. Yeah. Did you catch it? Amen. Sure. Alright. God bless you. Amen. So when he was Elohim, you were part of him. When he became the Logos, you were part of him. When he became a Theophany, you were part of him. When he became flesh, you were part of him. You are God's partner. 
Just a round of applause. You know, my heart is just bubbling with joy. I don't know even what song can we sing. We, we stand and lift up.
So Pastor Salem simply says, Pastor Salem God looked at you. He loved you so much that he became you. And now you love him so much so that you can become him. Hallelujah. Amen. Steady by Jesus, come and say, I'm supported by Jesus. You know, if we were cast, we're going to be written at the back, powered by Jesus. How many are powered by Jesus this morning?
all over the valley before the men of God worship. In the cross, now we all know what Easter means. it without music. Let's hum it without music. Let's hum it. If you've got a need in your heart, you can indicate by raising your hand. Easter, it means you claiming back your redemptive blessings. Just remember all the hands that have gone up, Pastor. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank thee and bless thy holy name. We magnify your mighty kingdom tonight. We thank thee for revealing yourself unto us tonight. We thank thee for such a powerful message. The message that can transform us from our flesh into the spirit. We thank you for bestowing your spirit in us. That same spirit that raised Christ from dead. That Lord, you bestowed that same spirit in us. We thank you for the life of your servant that you used tonight. And we thank you for the soul and the life of everybody here tonight. We magnify your holy name, Father. I stand in your presence, Lord. And I pray on behalf of all believers that tonight, if a soul is thirsty for your spirit, if a soul is thirsty for your supernatural power, may you God endow that soul with your power and all your strength and your blessings. Grant every desire of every heart here tonight. Fulfill the heart that is crying for your help. Because you are always with us. And the, and the Bible says when you call upon your name, you shall hear us speedily and answer us. We thank you, Father. I commit every soul unto your hand. 
As we are living here, we are not leaving your presence. Because your presence shall go before us every time and every day. I pray that the Lord you send down your healing power. You send down your blessings and your favor upon every soul. That the Lord you confirm your word upon our lives. That you shall be with us until the end of the world. That your word confirm tonight in our lives. As we are coming back in the morning tomorrow. That the Lord your glory will still be with us. That when we go out there the unbelievers can witness your power and your anointing that is manifesting in our lives so that they can attract them for them to give their life to you. We thank you, Jesus. I stand upon your word and I condemn the works of the enemies. Because devil, you have been defeated already. The battle is won over 2,000 years ago. So you are such a liar. You have no chance and you have no way in our midst. I come against you and I destroy you. And I break down all your foes. In the name of Jesus. Our God has empowered us to destroy all your works. And all your activities. And tonight I sabotage all your ways. And I destroy all your works. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Satan you are a loser. Father, I set everyone free here tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your presence. We give you praise, honor, and adoration. Amen. Amen. Maybe let's just sing. I don't know what song we can sing. There's just too many to choose from. And then it will just be the last song before you are dismissed. Tomorrow, again, we start at 9 o'clock. The earliest eagle. Do I have eagles in the building? The earliest eagle. Not when brethren. A, a, a blessing. Amen. Give us a song and thereafter we'll be dismissed. Or just chew. I mean our hearts are bubbling with joy. Tonight, today it has been wonderful. I saw Dagon falling. Elohim taking his place. Amen. Elohim taking his own place. And you taking your place. Beautiful.
They call it a war cry in Zulu. Eh? Amen. They call it a war cry in Zulu. A war cry. Amen. A war cry is when you, even before you get there, you make a sound to make the enemy not only nervous, but to make him to be, to be on the run. Yeah. We don't negotiate with the enemy. Hallelujah. This message has got a voltage. Amen. Amen. You know our war cry. Ah, this one after we are done, the devil will be a paralyzed man. You know, Pastor Babes took a small stone, hit him on the forehead, came, he came tumbling down, and then Pastor Salem, Pastor Salem cut off his head. So we are planning his burial. Hallelujah. Amen. So Easter it means God has risen. And the devil is buried. Amen. Amen. Come with it and thereafter. Bless, just pray for the men of God. Brother Brenham says they are God's dress way. Amen. Amen. May God bless them. They are such a blessing to us. Come with our war cry. Is it who is going to help us with it? Oh, yes. You, 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 you see? He is trembling. That is not a bit of defeat. It is a bit of victory. How many can identify with it?
Me, I like people that sing with an understanding. And I see some, it looks like they don't know what it means. It just bring that stanza, the first one. It says, Hallelujah, blessing. Jesus has power. He is the conqueror. Our enemies can rise. Jesus will conquer them. He is the conqueror. We conquer with power. Hallelujah, blessing. Jesus conquers for us. We trust in our conqueror. He can be defeated today we are joyous. Our sins have passed away. How many agree with the song? Let's sing it. Oh, we have power. Oh, glory. 